Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from the cynical, cinephile point of view. And the hopeless, romantic point of view. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And tonight, we are still going strong in the countdown to Christmas. We are taking a look at Christmas in Harmony. We, you know, we like to talk about the titles. I like to talk about the titles. Uh, so it was a nice title. It made sense. I think, I mean, Harmony wasn't the town, it, it was the, the character. So maybe the Christmas feeling that, that Harmony was feeling. Um, Christmas was inside of her. The whole time. So sure, it was, yeah. nice, it was a nice time. So Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. What did you think about Christmas and Harmony? Is this one that you would want to watch again, maybe while holding a hot mug of cocoa? Or is this one that you just have on in the background Maybe you're you're sweeping up glitter, or um, I don't know, vacuuming the wreath, or is this one that you would never want to see again? Well, first we need to address um, mm -hmm. vacuuming a wreath. Yeah, that's where that's how you get the dust. The dust they get dusty, you know, in the door. Now I'm sure they they do get dusty. This is a well known fact. I don't know anyone that vacuums their wreath, and if you do, please let me know how and. Why? We're going to get some messages. We're going to get some messages about it. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. That's that's besides the point. <laughs> what, what did you think about this movie? Um, I honestly, I was excited about this movie. Mm. I thought the previews looked really cute. Yep. Um, I was excited. Mm -hmm. We had some new faces. Yep. I just was really excited for this one. And it did not disappoint. I would definitely watch this movie again. I would go so far to say that I loved it. Ooh, <laughs> dropping the L word. Yeah. So, I mean, we were we were curious if this second week was going to be as good as the first week. And first one down, I would say this one, I, I think I liked this one better than some of the ones from the first week. Okay. Those are, those are mighty, mighty big words. Yeah. Coming we from haven't the like expert. listed them, no. but yeah. No, I'm already a little concerned about how we're going to list our, our top ones because we have some heavy hitters so yeah. far. But no, this movie was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I was laughing throughout. I loved the chemistry uh, between the leads, Loretta Devine. I mean, please, like this movie was just everything that I wanted it to be uh, and more. Okay. What about you? Would you... Would you watch this one again with me or would you, you know, just peek around the corner, catch a few <laughs> glimpses of it? Or would you not want to watch this one again? No, I, I, I'm i with you. I, I definitely want to watch this one again. This one really, really took me by surprise because while the previews looked uh, strong from the, the acting point of view and, and some of the lines, the lighting, I saw the lighting in the previews. I was a little concerned. We'll talk the technical as we go on. But this movie uh, was was a banger, as they say in this film, uh, a bop. This movie was a bop. Was it a bop or a banger? It was, oh. it was both, I think. It was both, but it was definitely a banger. Um, no, this movie was fantastic. This uh, this really was something special here, and I, I can't recommend this one enough. Uh, everyone performed just absolutely beautifully. There's so many good things about this that i mean i was laughing through most of it mm -hmm. um it was a little bit of a dip in the midsection uh, but it picked right back up at the end and i i got a little teary-eyed uh in a few scenes here yeah. so 
It, uh, I can attest that he did get uh, <laughs> don't look a, at me. Don't look. a bit misty. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, it made me feel all the feelings and I, I can't wait to dive into this with you and, and really talk about this because I, I think this one's a very special one. I agree. So on, on that note, Stephanie, why don't, why don't you give us the, the plot summary to this one? I think we're all waiting with bated breath. <laughs> Harmony heads home for Christmas. Right. That's not the town. That is the, the, the person. Lead, the Go lead ahead. character. Yep. Just want to clear that up for everyone. Thank, thanks for interrupting. <laughs> Harmony heads home for Christmas after losing her job at a big record company. She finds herself co-directing her old church choir with her ex-boyfriend, Kyle. Working together brings back memories, and Kyle helps her find her voice again and their love for each other. That, that was good. You sound surprised. You say that they're world-renowned, yet you always seem surprised. They just keep getting better and better each week, better and better. Now, that that was wonderful. Well, I'm really tired, so I didn't know how this one was going to go, but... I appreciate. Well, the... we're we're both very tired because we actually just got a new uh, a new puppy, uh, yes, Penny. We we have a child now, and she yes, is our child. She is seven weeks uh, old, and it has been quite a handful. Uh, but she is the cutest thing in the world. So uh, our sleep is just all over the place right now. So if we sound tired. It's because we are it's tired. It's because we are. <laughs> um, and that's also why you're getting this review a little late. A little late. I love that. I love that. Uh, I love that plot summary. Why don't we talk about our two main leads? Yes. We have Hallmark newcomers Ashley Murray as mm. Harmony and Luke James as Kyle. Now, Ashley, I have actually seen before, not on Hallmark, obviously, but she is in the CW show, C-dubs. C-dubs? Uh, Riverdale. Oh, yeah. Well, she was. Uh, she's no longer. Should we, should we say spoilers? Is that a spoiler? Oh. Well, <laughs> she she was in Riverdale. Um, As Josie from Josie and the Pussycats. Yes. And she sang in that show as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I had seen her in... Uh, Riverdale. And so I was like, oh, this is really cool. Now she's in Hallmark. Uh, And then Luke James, uh, who plays Kyle, I've never seen him before, but he really surprised me that when I was Googling him for this episode, he well, obviously he can sing if you watch the movie. But he is like, he's like a Grammy nominated and he's like on Broadway, you know, composing, directing, acting. So I was like, wow, this guy's super talented. And I was very happy to see new faces once again in Hallmark. And I don't know about you, but I loved these two together. Yeah. I mean, chemistry right away. I mean, let's again, we have a situation again where we have uh, old flames, mm-hmm. meat cuting, you know, again. Exes. Ex- oh, yeah, they're called exes, not called old flames. Where? I mean, I that? Is, that what I, is that how I talk? <laughs> Are you from the 1940s? <laughs> uh, we have these old flames. <laughs> Meeting once again, uh, the meat cute. They courted back in the day. They courted. <laughs> well, it's funny because that courtship actually does play into this, and we'll, we'll come back to mm-hmm. that. Um, but no, they we have a meet-cute where um, Harmony is carrying pies to the choir, 
as as one does, because her mother, Mother Matthews, pile by, a piles of pies, like multiple two piles, handfuls of pies, to the point where you can't see. A dangerous way to travel, I think. Ridiculously dangerous. It was ridiculously dangerous, and she's wearing these Prada pumps, and she cannot see because no. she has the towers of pies. And it was a bit ridiculous, but I thought it was actually really funny like i liked i liked the drama of it and yes this meet cute was cute yeah no i I loved it and of course you know kyle comes around and you know he's like let me help you and they bump into each other and there's pies everywhere everywhere, a sweet potato lemon meringue it's just um uh it's super cute and they walk in together into the choir and he's covered in look it looks like glitter but i think it's it's pie dust or or i guess flour is what pie dust pie dust (laughs) Um, that's a baking term and they walk in together and I, I love that scene. I love the, the, right from the start, they're just great together. And then I even think the meet cute extends to them waiting outside of the deacon's office, which is really kind of like waiting outside the principal's office. And I loved that, that extension of it even more so. Yeah. Uh, this scene really like solidified my love for this movie because like from the get go, it just had like this really fresh feel to it Mm -hmm. from the beginning. I loved the music in the movie. Just when Harmony's having that conversation with her mom in the beginning, like for a second, and we're going to talk about her throughout here, but Loretta Devine, like the Loretta Devine was in this movie. And I mean, she really for me, stole the show. Like she just was so funny, yeah. so spot on. She was in Grey's Anatomy for, for many years. I know you didn't watch it. Did she's watch done that. she's done so many other things, but I was a big Grey's Anatomy fan. And so I haven't seen her in a while. And so this was really fun to see her in this movie. And I loved her in this role um as mama. And yeah, I just I loved the the energy mm-hmm. that she brought, the comedy, and it is especially seen in this this extension of the meet cute. It was very cute when they're like waiting outside the door and, you know, her mom's like in there trying to like say, well, I thought my daughter was getting the director job. And, you know, she's just like, oh, well, mama's going to handle it. Mama and, got this. Yeah. Mama got this. <laughs> and... Yeah, again, just laughing. Like, I was chuckling throughout. And so I do want to give props to the writer of this movie because I thought the script was excellent. Mm-hmm. And that was Jessalyn Berry. Yeah, the, the writing was was great. The dialogue in this film, uh, it felt fresh. It felt very authentic. fresh. Authentic. In, you know, it just in the scenes that these characters have, you mentioned, um, you mentioned how Loretta kind of stole the show a little bit. For me, she did, but she also elevated she elevated the other actors around her. Mm-hmm. And the way that she would deliver these lines were just hilarious. The, this scene especially was just great. And even the dialogue outside between Kyle and Harmony while this was going on, you could tell they, they had some chemistry there, obviously. Um, just, oh man, it was it was wonderful to see all these pieces come together and make a film like this. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, the dialogue, their their banter back and forth outside that door. Like I was just like, this is really cute. And I thought this was a clever storyline. Um, I feel like it was something we haven't seen before. So that was really exciting. Now, I will say my one qualm with this movie. Okay. Even though I loved it. Right. The the music 
um, every time Harmony sang. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say that Ashley Murray, she's the actress, was not singing her part. But from having watched Riverdale, and mm -hmm. you also watched Riverdale, so let's discuss. Sure. I do not remember her voice sounding like that. So I felt like she sounded like a completely different person in this movie. It was a much deeper octave mm -hmm. than what I remember. So maybe that's more natural of to how Ashley Murray sings. And I was just trying, I was imagining her as Josie in Riverdale. And like, to me, the voices did not match. Um, so that was throwing me off. And also the fact that the lip syncing, like her, her, her voice was so heavily produced that it was so obvious that she was not actually singing there in the recording of the movie. Yeah. I mean, that, that did bother me. I did notice that. I mean, you know, I'm not a music person. Um, <laughs> so, but I, I noticed it. If I notice it, that's, that's an issue. And the fact that Kyle, and again, we're talking about this outside the extension of meet cute, Kyle's doing a little singing. And you he's know, actually singing he's actually right singing. there live right. as they're recording. I can tell yeah. he's singing. It sounds great. And then all of a sudden it cuts to her and it sounds like we're in a studio. It, it, I mean, it sounds, I guess, good. I, I don't know. No, the singing was not, the singing was great, but I'm saying. The it, fact that it just sounded out of place. Because, yeah. Like it was yeah, a recording. Right. You could obviously tell, like there was a lot of like production mm -hmm. done with the vocals and it wasn't just her singing and she can sing. Right. So, so why would they do that? Again, we've we've talked about this. I forget what other For movie. country movies, we've talked about this where the, the people oh, that yeah. we know that can sing aren't singing and it makes no sense to us, especially when you, your co-actor is right there next to you singing. singing. Yeah, it makes it even all the more obvious. So yes, that was very weird. And but it, and it wasn't just that. It was throughout the whole movie, even the production of like the choir that yeah. they're directing. Like they went from the the audition so they're like auditioning the people to them sounding like not great and then all of a sudden we've got like pentatonics on on our hands like when I they go i don't know what pentatonics is that sounds cool then it's, it's the only like thing i could think of of like acapella group like this just like amazing acapella group mm -hmm. so man harmony and kyle are excellent directors yeah, they're, they're great directors they and also i think that. we have i think we have some christmas magic so we have great directing and christmas magic there because, had to have been some christmas magic for yeah, sure because the choir came in swinging you know speaking about sort of the music and, and the singing and you know because that's you know kind of sliding into technical um, oh i like how you did that you like that? You just slid, slid into technical. technical the technical aspects of this film were not great for me and it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because the other aspects of this film I love, but you know, let's talk about it for a minute. So obviously we're going to start with lighting because you know, I love lighting. Uh, no, you uh, don't say. I, I do. I do. The exterior shots I thought were great. I thought we had some nice contrast and nice contours in the face exteriors. The colors outside were great. As soon as we get into the interior shots, there's like this yellow cast to everything. And I'm not sure why that is. I don't know. I don't know what the if that was our, our director of photography. I don't know if that was the director's choice. I don't know if maybe that was the colorist or the editor's choice. But it it was not very flattering to me. It just made it look kind of dated, a little bit older of a film. And I have to say, when it first started, it almost felt like it was like set in the 70s. And I don't know if that had something to yeah. do with the color, but it was like 
the music that she was like in New York, the way she was wearing her hair. I don't know, like, cause she kind of had like the, the feathery look. It felt, I felt like there was a little bit seventies vibe, like even some of the clothes that her coworker was wearing, um, at like the record studio. Mm. So that's funny that you say that, but I didn't really get that feeling from like the rest of the movie, but yeah, it was, it was very strange. And there was almost like a glow effect at times too, around some of the characters. Um, I'm not sure if there was like a, a filter on the lens, it 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 kind of shocked me a little bit to the point where I looked at um to the point where I looked at the editor of Photography's Real, Eric Wyckoff, and just to see kind of how he lights. Mm-hmm. And he does not light like this. So mm-hmm. something was going on and it made me think maybe they didn't have enough budget. Cause we've noticed this before, where a lot of newcomers to Hallmark, these movies don't get the budget that some of the other ones do. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to light a, a production like this, especially in a large church without the, the money for lighting. So I'm not sure what happened, but that broke my heart because it just, it missed a few beats for me technically. Yeah. Um, the, I will say technical, one thing that did stand out to me was some of the editing choices Ooh, I felt editing, were yeah, a little weird. Yeah. There were some camera movements that kind of made me feel a little woozy um, at times. Um, but very slight, like it was just like here and there. And other than that, I, it didn't really bother me enough for me to be like, oh, you know, I can't watch this. But well, it was super, you mean, you mentioned sort of the shaky cam. There's a few scenes where we have shaky cam. And again, it's almost like there's two DPs. There's almost like an A camera and a B camera. Mm-hmm. A camera's locked off and all of a sudden we have a B camera going shaky. The interior where they're decorating the tree. Let's talk about that real quick. That should have been a very cute scene. Um, but again, we have the the odd lighting there and the camera is shaking to the point where it's almost tilting into a Dutch angle. That's where I felt woozy. I was like, whoa, what's what's happening here? Yeah, <laughs> like, it, was it was very weird. odd. Um, I don't I don't know what was going on. Um, I don't know why that happened, but it, it kind of took me out of the moment because that end, that scene ends up being a very cute romantic scene mm-hmm. where he kind of helps her put the star on and then he has the mistletoe behind his back. Super cute and romantic. Yeah, he me, like helps her up the tree, like yep. to fix the star and then helps her down. Very sweet. And that's going to lead to me to slide into <laughs> some more romance. I think that's been enough uh, technical talk. So the romance in this movie was, uh, I would say, a banger. I would call the romance a banger. Mm-hmm. Or a bop. Over, no, a, bop. a banger, I think, is better than a bop. Are we dating ourselves? <laughs> I don't know. But the chemistry was definitely there for Kyle and Harmony. Mm -hmm. And it just felt really authentic. I love the idea of them being exes. I love that she says right out of the gate, like when she saw him, that her heart like drops and she is, you know, she's still into him. She admits it. Yeah. They had that that sort of uh, sleepover, the family sleepover. Oh my gosh. What a great scene. And she admits it. And I couldn't believe she admits it. I I love that. I was like, have they done that? Have they admitted? Like, great, great, great. No, I loved it too. And it was very clever what they did here with leading us in. There was kind of like this little bit of mystery of like, why? Because- I'm thinking this whole time. So she's still into him. Right. You know, she thinks maybe he's into Felicia, um, who we find out is just a friend. But the whole time I'm thinking they're hanging out. They're Mm. having all this fun together. Obviously, he's making moves on her, you know, showing her how to knead some dough with the pies. Yeah, I'm going to come back to that. (laughs) But the whole time I'm like, but why... 
did he because she mentions like when she left for new york he didn't show up and i just kept the whole movie i'm like why haven't they had this conversation? Like, to me, that would have been the first thing I brought up when you see this person. Um, and I know they mentioned that it was like seven years well, ago. Well, here's, so. here's my timeline, right? Because this is a very weird thing. Yeah. And I need to break this down. I feel like I need like my charts and graphs and like some <laughs> and some some string, you know, some register. And at your investigation board. Yeah, exactly. I need an investigation board for this. Because here's the thing, right? So when she's fired from her job, which she also says a great line, 10 years and all I'm left with are crumbs and she you know she's holding her old donut boxes the crumbs of the donuts that she gave it resonated with me because when i was let go from our job you know we had a big donut party so I, that line hit me so i remember this specifically she says 10 years hmm, so that's she's true she's been working at this office for 10 years when she sees him she says something about five years since they broke up and then she also says later in the movie seven years ago since he didn't turn up at the oh. airport. Oh. So. We got a shaky timeline. We've got a shaky a, cam and a shaky timeline. <laughs> a lot of shaking going on. A lot of shaking going on. So something got messed up there. I would love to figure out, just kind of cinch this up and figure out the timeline. So we'll say, to me, seven feels like a good number in terms of how long they've been apart. We'll say seven. You know, we'll just kind of take the average, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, it is a kind of a weird timeline. I forgot about those other numbers. But yeah, so, but the whole time I'm like, what happened? Right. Why did he not show? If he's cl- so clearly still in love with her, why didn't he mm-hmm. show up? So I like that they kept me guessing. Because I was and- thinking another woman or he got scared. One of those, you know, the classic Hallmark thing, he got scared or something. Yeah. But back to the the bread, uh, not the bread, the dough kneading and sweet potato pie, goodness gracious. So How this scene was, you know, we, we have these scenes that are kind of cheesy. You mm-hmm. know, it's like the whole trope of like, oh, let me show you how to do this. And then sprinkle flour on your face. You know, when it, when are we going to see a movie where the woman mm-hmm. is showing the man how to do something? Why is it always the guy's got to come up behind the woman <laughs> I would love to see that, actually. You make a very valid point. I know. Very valid point. But this scene, nonetheless, was very chemistry-inducing. I I thoroughly enjoyed this (laughs) scene. Chemistry-inducing. Sweet potato pie-inducing. Yeah. Um, It was very sweet. I was was feeling the sparks, you know, when they're kneading the dough. Mm -hmm. I'm a little concerned for the pies. I don't know what happened to them because they just sort of, like, abandoned them. Yeah, that was so crazy. So... The, so the mom leaves them. She's like, I'm going to put on some music, you know? And so she puts on like some kind of romantic music and, you know, not being subtle at all. <laughs> and then they have the pie scene, very sensual pie kneading. It was, I, yes. Sensual, sensual I would yeah. say. Um, loved it. Loved it. And got, then, got a little, got some little free songs. I, I think, maybe? I mean, I was getting a little steamy. So yeah. then. <laughs> you had the, to pat your, pat your brow. <laughs> I had to dab. I had to do a dab. Get your, your handkerchief, your 1940s <laughs> handkerchief out. So, so they're they're kneading the dough, and all of a sudden he's like, "Yo, let's let's go somewhere else." And the thing about this, they leave the dough, they leave the sweet potatoes that haven't been cut. Are they leaving it for Harmony's mom to finish? Like, it just felt a little rude to her. I know she likes baking <laughs> pies, but she needs some help for these sweet potato pies. Give her. She a hand. is always baking pies. But but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know maybe the dough had to like proof or no, something. No, I don't think it. No, pie crust doesn't need to proof. 
You're not baking bread. I don't know. I've seen some British bake-offs. I I thought every no. breadish sort of thing had to. You don't. You don't need to. You need to chill it for a little bit, maybe. But you don't mm. need to to like prove it in the. Well, then tray. those pies are gonna go bad. I'm not really sure, but. I love how that we're like we're so stuck <laughs> on what happens to these sweet potato pies. <laughs> um, but they leave to go to this club. Yes. This a, like a jazz club. A nice jazz club. You know what kind of was giving me vibes of? Are you gonna say La La Land? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. No, you were not. Yeah, because I mean it's the same thing where he takes her to the jazz club and he's playing on the stage. I was getting that same kind of kind of motivation there. Yeah. No, but I have to say Luke James has a very swoon worthy voice. Mm -hmm. Um so I was I was all for him singing he could have sang throughout the whole movie. I was definitely loving his voice for sure. So, so yeah. And then we get this really sweet dancing scene. Mm -hmm. So he like wants her to sing along with him, but she gets shy and then they end up dancing, but then they end up singing to each other while they're dancing. And I don't know if I've seen this quite seen quite like this in a Hallmark movie before jazz club. They're singing to each other. Like I was just loving it. Yeah. I just I I thought every scene that they were in, like it just to me kept being elevated, and I was definitely enjoying the romance in this movie. I mean, I was too. That that scene was was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it was just it was just a great scene there. And even when when Kyle was singing, um, there's some neat camera work going on here. It's it's very kind of subtle here, but the the focus pull from the audience to him. So, you know, the uh, and the focus pull means basically that you have someone who operates the focus ring on a camera. So the background is blurry and all of a sudden the foreground becomes, you know, or I'm sorry, the background's blurry. And then all of a sudden the background becomes sharp and the foreground becomes blurry. So there's a lot of focus pulls here done very well and effective, especially in this scene. It gives you that nice little atmospheric vibe there. Mm hmm. Um, I wasn't really worried about the camera work in that scene. But it was, but... it was good. It was done well. I just want to point out that camera work was done well. So for the the two people listening, they're like, oh, yeah, that focus pull was great. Yeah, watch it. it was, yeah, it was actually, done well. oh, that focus pull. Um, <laughs> but no, yes, I just, uh, I adored these two together. Mm -hmm. I just thought they were so cute. And I can't stress the authenticity of like their conversation, their yeah. mannerisms together. Like I believed that they've been knowing each other since kids. They had, you know, they have a history. They had this relationship and it was just so believable and I loved it. I do want to also bring out, speaking of authenticity, uh, the costumes in this oh, movie. Oh, yes, we I have to talk about the costumes. Were spot on. Ooh. Like, you know, we talk about we want the clothes to feel like they belong to these people, that they wear them. Right. And, you know, we don't want it to look like they just went pull it off of a of a mannequin at a store or that they all went shopping at the same store. You know, we've yeah, talked about that this. happens all the time. Super annoying. No. And, but I just thought costuming in this movie was top notch. Uh, really everything was. felt, felt worn. Like it was mm -hmm. their clothes and like, uh, it, again, authentic. Um, so shout out to Robbie McKeithen for mm -hmm. costuming. Great work. And especially for Harmony, she has this beautiful skirt. Like you mentioned the, the Prada pumps that she wears. It looks like she came from New York. And then as the movie progresses, you see her outfits start to change too. So she's not wearing her skirts and pumps. She's more relaxed in her North Carolina. Oh, by the way, 
Shout out North Carolina. Shout out. Yeah, we haven't mentioned that. Um, but real quick, back to the costuming, and then we'll. All right. Is the and the main scene that I was like thinking of, like it's like, oh my gosh, the costuming in this movie is so great. Is when she's wearing that like blue puffy coat. Yeah. With oh, like yeah. the sweater, mm -hmm. like that just felt so real, and I loved it. And I love that the same noticing how she starts, you know, feeling more at home, and she's like more herself, getting back to you know who she really is. Uh, in North Carolina. North Carolina? Well, I mean, we talk about this a lot, guys, but, uh, you know, every sort of what you want in a film is every little thing to motivate the story, to help guide this guide the story along. And so when you notice something like this, that the outfits change as the character starts to become more used to her home, as she starts to undergo this change, that is such an awesome thing. It, it, mm -hmm. it motivates the story. It motivates her. I love it. It just, everything comes together beautifully. And that's why this movie really stands apart for me. Yeah, same. And yeah, it's film, it was filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina. We've been there. We absolutely have. And it's funny because we were having a discussion about they, they're trying to find a place for the, the hallelujah mm -hmm. uh, melody, calls it a hoedown. But uh, speaking of melody, we haven't mentioned the character melody yet. Mm -hmm. This storyline, I will say, was kind of like, meh for me. I, I I enjoyed everything about this movie. This part, you know, it had some good moments. I like Michelle Williams. Yep. She, I think she did great. I haven't seen her acting before, but if you don't know and you live under a rock, she is from Destiny's Child, and which I think you... I was going to say, I, I, didn't know I, if I, gonna I, say I didn't know if I wanted to admit it. Yes, I apparently I live on a rock because <laughs> oh. uh, because I, I did not know her. Well. Uh, so thank you for pointing that out to all of our listeners that I live under a rock. Thank you. You do. and But also, <laughs> I thought it was funny. They they like shouted out Beyonce at the beginning of the movie and yeah. then Michelle Williams was in this movie. But that storyline, it was kind of like, I didn't really understand. It was like she lost her job, but then she was like, had to prove herself to try so, to get it back. Here's the thing. I because I will I will say yes, that storyline did feel a little weak. Um it had a really awesome payoff. So for me, if you're gonna give me a great payoff, I can handle kind of, you know, I will, you know, a weaker storyline. It makes no sense because the boss is a real piece of work. Mm -hmm. Why would you I just oh my god, it makes no sense. Why would you fire the person that brings in your your main talent? You don't do that. I mean it, it's just so weird. Unless he was threatened by her talent, which I could totally see. He's threatened by her. She's starting to rise. Um, and this is the same guy that won't give her a singing chance because he just doesn't like her, basically. He's like, he's like, you're, you're nobody. You know, it's just very weird. So this, this character is like, the, you know, to me, the villain. Um, and yeah, she has to prove herself again. It was kind of weird. I mean, I feel like it showed very true to life. Women trying to come up in businesses where there's white, powerful men, you know, taking mm. all the credit or anything, especially young black women. Yeah. So I thought that was a great thing to show. Um, very grounded in reality, I would say. Oh, for sure. But yeah, the whole like her and I do I appreciate at the end that she's like, no, because I'm like. I hope she doesn't go back to this record label. <laughs> like, well, I don't know why she's trying so hard. I mean, I get it, you know, but I really loved her, her confidence in the beginning. It was kind of sad to see it wane a little mm -hmm. um, throughout the movie, but I thought that it was like a beautiful story of her getting it back and like realizing, you know, that she doesn't need to be behind the scenes. I mean, she can be if she wants. Right. 
and we see she actually gets to do it all. Um, well, the payoff, yeah, the payoff is beautiful. Yeah. And we have, you know, Melody giving her 200, and I love how they say the price, $250,000 to start her own sort of label. And so she really, Harmony really gets the best of both worlds where she can be the singer, follow her dreams, and also the executive with having her own label. And also they go back to New York, which is great too. So we have her, you know, come back to her small town and then she goes back to New York. Very rarely do we see that. So I love that aspect too. So like I say, weak storyline for that, for Melody, great payoff. Yes. Mm -hmm. And well, before that, the, you know, we always talk about the conflict of the movie. So, you know, how I mentioned the the mystery of why did Kyle not show up oh, at man. the airport? This is, and whew. this was a, this was a twist. This was a doozy. I was not expecting this. Like you said, you thought it was going to be some like generic thing. So Harmony's dad has passed. Mm -hmm. They've mentioned him throughout the, the movie and we find out that he was the reason that Kyle didn't show up. And it just was like, I think this is where you got, you know, a little emotional oh when they're... I, I did. Yeah. And it was just so unexpected. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was... But I thought it was great. I love that I didn't expect that. And it really, to me, made sense. Like the girl that you're in love with, her dad comes to you and is basically like, I want my daughter to shine. And I don't think that she'll be able to focus on herself mm -hmm. if you're there. And so he made that decision to, to do that for her. So, I mean, I know that she's upset when she finds out right. about it because she's like, well, you still should have come. Well, but she's heard it, both him and her mom. Yeah. Know? Because no one told her. She right. had no idea this whole time. But I feel like to me, it just showed how much he loved her, that he sacrificed that, you know, he wanted to be there for her. But, you know, he was respecting her dad. And I'm sure he thought about it himself and was like, well, maybe you're right. Yeah. So he just wanted her to succeed. And so, so yeah, I just I just thought that was a, a really great little twist that they threw in there. But it was even more of a twist because right before that, you know, we think we're going to have a really lame conflict where one of the the singers <laughs> yeah. sees uh, one of the singers sees Felicia and who you know kind of looks like Kyle, and so she runs in and says, "I just saw you know Felicia kissing Mister Mister Noah," and so you know obviously Harmony thinks that she means Kyle, and so we're like, "Oh man, he, they're not going to talk. There's going to be texting. No one's going to be talking." Kyle, comes it's going to be two months later. Yeah, exactly. Kyle comes in and it's resolved right away. It was Kyle's brother. So I was like, oh, thank goodness. And then we had this twist with the snow. So it was like a wild ride. Oh, the snow, the snow globe. globe. That's exactly. So that's where your tears yeah, came. Yeah. So what happened? So, you know, Harmony has this snow globe that she thinks was given to her, she thinks was given to her by her father. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember this, but there's a line earlier where Kyle says, um, that snow globe came from someone who loved you beyond the stars. Oh, I remember the line. And that that's what got me a little teary-eyed because yeah. at the time I'm thinking, oh my God, it came her from dad. her father. Really though, what it is, is that after Harmony's father tells him, don't go to New York, he gives her, he gives him the snow globe that he was going to give to her and says, you know, dad, you know, Harmony's dad, give this to Harmony, say it's from you. And it's just... It is it is so brilliant. Like what a what a twist. What, what a, a twist. twist. That was some M. Night Shyamalan level of twisting. I mean 
I mean, I this should have been on some some movies and mysteries. I mean, come I, on. But, I didn't even mind the cheesy flashbacks with the shoo, shoo. Oh yeah, whatever. Because it whatever. was just so good. Yeah, yeah. It was so twisty. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't believe the twistiness of the twist, mm -hmm. how moving it was and surprising. Yeah, and normally normally we don't like conflict, uh, especially me, but this what a payoff, especially with the fake conflict that they teased right then and just, oh, oh. And then we get that like climactic scene where, you know, she's upset and she's like, oh, well, don't worry about it. Like this, this is not happening because she's upset. Mm -hmm. You should have still come. Like right. you didn't believe in me and all this stuff. And he's just like, I love that he, it's such a great scene because he is talking to her. He's like telling her, I love you. Mm -hmm. And I've always loved you. I've loved you since we were kids. And she's looking at herself in the mirror and he's looking at her in the mirror also. Yeah, he's so, looking at her in the mirror. Yes. That's what, yeah, it was so, what a great direction note. So shout out to the director for telling him, I'm assuming it was the director, to tell him to look into the mirror at her instead of looking at her. Like what? And I'm glad you noticed that. Look at that. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a brilliant scene and it definitely was getting mm -hmm. me choked up when he's like, I didn't stop believing you and I didn't stop believing in you. You stopped believing right. in yourself. Right. Very well done. Very well done. But yeah, real quick to shout out the director, Rusty Kundif, for uh, directing this movie. Yeah, this was, yeah, very well done. So again, um, you know, we talk about Christmas feels a lot. This one, you know, had, you know, subtle Christmas decorations. It was very subtle, I think. I mean, they were in the background here and there. Um, it wasn't so much about Christmas as, you know, this very brightly lit holiday. It was more about the sort of family ties. And I, mm -hmm. I really appreciated that. Like watching this movie made me want to get in the car and drive to my family's house, like right away. Like just very, I don't know, it's just done well. You know, the mom and her relationship, mm -hmm. the sister and her relationship as well. Just Yes, very homey feel to, mm -hmm. to their house and the, and the decorations town. and everything, the mm -hmm. whole town. Yeah. And we didn't mention, I love, even though we had like a little romance with Mama and Deacon. Oh, yeah. And I... I loved their interactions <laughs> together. Uh, How could you not? I mean, you know, sometimes they have like little side romances that we mm -hmm. just kind of don't care about. But I was invested in this one. So I was so happy to see that that payoff was great. And they are going to go on a date. But yeah, I thought I loved that whole storyline very much so. Yeah. Another, the, <laughs> going to technical real quick, something that threw me off. And I, I think I almost fell out of my, my seat here on the couch. <laughs> When there's a you almost fell off of the couch. I almost fell off the couch. When there was the phone call between her coworker and Melody, and they do this weird, like oh. <laughs> this weird. It's almost like a Brady Bunch kind of thing where I it goes think... from like one camera to three cameras. They were all like a video call. The most unusual thing completely took me out of the movie. Yeah, I shot you a look. Like I knew I could just imagine you typing. Like, like oh what? gosh, I, it's on all it's on all he's, caps. He's got notes for it's this. It's all caps. Like it really was like a Brady Bunch thing. Um, don't do that. We don't need that. I mean, find a better way to do that. It's the only time they do that kind of thing. Just let's 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 be better about that. It just completely took me out of the movie. Yeah, it was a little strange. Um... But you know what didn't take me out of the movie is we didn't have any Hallmark dings. So our hashtag campaign along with every other podcaster and Hallmark viewer out there seemed to work. Yeah, I we were definitely not alone in, in not liking those dings. So mm -hmm. we did it, guys. Everyone band together and we <laughs> so, got them. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it really was. Uh, let's go ahead real quick and talk about the... Let's go ahead and talk about the end concert, the end music. 
Because there's, I have a few thoughts, but I'll, I'll let you lead it off. Um, I really don't have much about the ending. The, you know, they have the big concert. Mm -hmm. It sounds heavily produced again. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I thought it was good. Again, her singing. I don't know what it was about every time she sang. Like, it just didn't, it just would throw me off. Like, I was just wish she could have just sang it live again for all of these movies, not just this movie. They do this for all movies mm -hmm. where they have singers. And I... I just don't understand it because they can sing. Yeah. But, um, well, we know that because when, when Kyle, when Kyle there, sings, yeah, they yeah. do it. So I'm not really sure what, what it was. But, uh, yeah, she has her solo because Melody can't make it. And, and then they, and then she does and they get to sing mm -hmm. together. Well, there's this beautiful shot right before she sings, or the, and I wish they had held it just a few beats longer, or the camera's behind her. It's that classic stage shot where the camera's behind her, so she's essentially sort of backlit. She's silhouetted against the crowd. She's holding the mic, and it's so great. And I just wish they held it just a little bit longer, and it was just a beautifully shot scene there. Yeah, and I think we were also trying to figure out if they were performing by Pacey's Wall. Oh, yeah, we were, yeah. Maybe, because they're in Wilmington. <laughs> they are in Wilmington, and I mean, I'm a big Dawson's Creek fan, and Hamilton has actually brought me, like when we first started dating, I didn't live here. And he took me to Wilmington to see where they filmed Dawson's mm. Creek and where, and if you know, you know about Pacey's Wall. <laughs> so we kind of think they were performing. It looked, we need, I, by Pacey's Wall. We need to figure this out, but it looked very, very uh, If anyone knows, can you confirm? Shout us out. Shout Let us, us out. know. Uh, and then we also have, you know, uh, Melody eventually gets there. There's like some high speed limousine shot. A little chase. weird. A little weird. She's no. not upset that she missed the solo, which was great for her. Um, and we get the, I didn't realize I love this song so much, but the the ringing of the bells, like Carol of the Bells. Carol of the Bells. What a great song. And it's the Home Alone song uh, from Home Alone when he's getting ready. And I, I do have to say, I have to do a correction, a rare, rare correction. We me. have to thank Mackie. Yeah. A, a very supportive listener who called us out. And called me out specifically. We appreciate you, Mackie. Uh, I said that Home Alone was composed by Danny Elfman because it was super creepy. It was not. He was, was wrong. But let's also say that Andrew Walker was wrong as well because you both said it was Danny Elfman. He agreed, so with, he agreed with me. I, I just. I he mean, agreed. <laughs> he's like, sure. Hamilton knows yeah, his stuff. Technical. He's the, tec he's the yeah, technical he's guy. Um, so you let down Andrew Walker. You let down. <laughs> Danny Elfman, you let down John Williams. I let down everybody. I let down so apologies to everybody. Apologies to everybody. Um, but yeah, the Carol of Bells is just funny because Carol of Bells, you know, um, you know, Home Alone and just brings it back around. But I love Danny that song. Danny Elfman did not write Carol of the Bells. No, he also. did not. He did not. Uh, so yeah, that was fine. I wish it had gone on a little bit longer for because I love like that song so much. Yeah, they did cut it short. Cut um, it short. But no, everything wraps up nicely. You know, like he said, she tells off her boss. She, they're both going to be New Good. York. Yeah. They have a kiss. And this is a fun one. I'm, I'm really curious to see how your campfire goes into this one. Uh, I'll, let you, I'll let you handle the kiss. Go ahead. It's really hard for me to, to, to judge this kiss because we don't get to see much of it. No. And you know what? I was okay with it because of what happens. <laughs> so they go in for the kiss. I really love this whole scene too, by the way, where they're the dialogue at the end yep. between them before we get the again, kiss. Great dialogue again. Yep. Yes. Um, so they go in for the kiss and then we hear hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. And it's Loretta Divine. And, you know, obviously it kind of like breaks up the kiss. So we don't get much of it. But it just seemed like, I don't know if that was like, I'm assuming it was scripted, but it felt just kind of like off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it, we were laughing. I was laughing. So it didn't really bother me that the kiss wasn't what I wanted the kiss to be just because I thought it was very clever what they did there. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of go back in for it again, but you kind of see they're all kind of giggling and laughing. So it was hard for me to judge this. I feel like if we could have gotten like the kiss that we wanted, it it could have definitely, I would say, gone for sparks. More of a payoff, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they were going to give us a blazing inferno um, with this one, but I think the whole ending scene itself was great. So even though I couldn't really gauge the kiss too well um, with the interruption, it made me laugh. So I still enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it, it was it was fun. Like it got both of us. We were just yeah. like, this is awesome. And it felt very appropriate for the film itself because it was all about the community, not just the community of uh, the mom and, and the church, the yeah. church too. We didn't really talk about that. I liked how that was like, I feel like we haven't seen that much. Um, and we've seen it before in some Hallmark movies, but I really liked that they had that theme of like, you know, of them with the church and, and like you said, the community. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a really... Yeah, because everyone rallies. It's a very uh, small beat, but they need money. So everyone yeah. rallies behind. So again, a small beat, but... It was great to see, and it ends on a very high note. And I, I don't know. This one feels very special to me. This is one I, I hope to watch. You know, it's going to be on my rotation every year. I I think so. Um, and I'm very like we've been saying. I'm very happy to see the direction that these new Hallmark movies are going. Yeah. It definitely feels it feels different. It feels exciting. It feels new and that's that's fun for people that have been watching hallmark for so long you know sometimes these movies can sometimes feel a little stale and so i'm just happy to see this like fresh breath of life being breathed into Mm -hmm. these into these new movies oh for real i mean especially just some of the risks they're taking with like you know the mom and the two daughters just killing two bottles of wine like, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. They had a little little drink night, a little sleepover. So I also never thought I would hear bougie in a Hallmark movie or booed up. So I was, I just, yeah, I just, I thought this movie was so wonderful, mm-hmm. and yeah, it just made me really happy. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to see it, and hopefully Hallmark continues on. They're they're coming out they're very strong. This they're year killing it so far. Um, and apparently, you know, the be- the best ones are yet to come, you know, allegedly, you know, I know it, it it's better. just, it's supposed it's to get just better and better. starting. Like and, I can't even imagine. So yeah, guys, that was Christmas and harmony. 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 <laughs> that's Christmas and that's harmony. terrible. Sorry guys. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys so much for, uh, listening to us. Really appreciate you as per usual. Thank you so much for the reviews. We've gotten in some new reviews. We've gotten in some new comments. We love hearing from y'all. Yeah, new listeners, new mm-hmm. followers. We're here for it. We're so thankful that you are listening. And uh, make sure to check us out on YouTube now. Yep. Not all of our episodes are on YouTube. We'll but probably we'll try to do once a week, one a yeah. week. I think we're gonna do um, the sailboat one. The sailboat one. Right. Yeah. Uh, so be looking for that. But again, thank you guys for listening. And we got to go take our puppy outside. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks.